Welcome back, episode 24 of the Fun Uncle Podcast. I'm your Fun Uncle Dude, as always, joined by your Fun Uncle Brandon. Hello. And your Fun Uncle Cooney. What up, what's up, what up, what up? Turn your Hello. fucking microphone on. Ah. Yep, had problems with that last week. I kept turning it on and off. Fucking felt like Biggie on that inter- on that uh, wake-up show where he kept censoring himself. Remember that show where he... You know oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that you know, one. one. Yeah. Felt like I kept turning it on and off. I mean, I'm sure, like, the people in the studio, like, were appreciative that they didn't have to do it. Yeah, scramble <laughs> for the um. Yeah, because I kept putting... Because I would put it down. And so when I would put it down, I would turn it off so that you wouldn't hear the... You know? Yeah. But, uh... Sorry for all that that just heard that in your ears. I'm an asshole. Um, so... Uh, just very quickly, I'd, I'd, I'd like to touch on, uh, the dumbest fucking response to a customer survey that I've ever read in my... Is this, like, from a website, or... No, like so, you know, uh, every, every store that you go to, there's always, on, on the bottom of the receipt, um, like, you know, take a survey, blah, 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 you know? And if you're if you're a normal person, you you just don't, you know, because yeah. who fucking cares? Yeah. Um, but let me read you this fucking gem. Oh my god. So, again, um, will not say where I work, but I do work for a large, um, office supply chain. Okay. So this person, who shall remain nameless, even though I got her fucking Ryan? stupid fucking name, <laughs> right here. Gave us a score of three out of ten. Uh, so, what does it say? Come on. Right off the bat, she says, "Your staff was helpful and kind. The store, however, is just empty and depressing." Huh. Can it's you? It's the middle of a pandemic. Can you redesign smaller? Or... Can you what? Redesign smaller. So make the store smaller? I don't know what she means by that. Or... Make a boutique near the mailing copy stuff with the best stuff, and then the rest is warehouse, kind of like like Ikea. Who determines what stuff is the best or not? So, So check this out. Her? So she says... This isn't your fault. Online competition is so brutal. So then why is she written it right now? They're like... This isn't your fault. Online competition is brutal. Best wishes. And then, under additional comments... <laughs> additional comments on... So, she says, Please take my boutique store idea and run with it. Oh, like, like she has the gold? So, she goes on to say... How about merging with a coffee company? Come in, get coffee. So like the Starbucks idea in Vons? Come in, get coffee, grab a snack, do your shipping, buy office supplies, maybe sell rentable office space, like that company with the fancy buildings. You got this. <laughs> you got this. Like, bitch, fuck you. Like, you gave us a 3 out of 10... That was... And she just said everything's not your fault. Yeah. So everything is fine. The service is fine. But 
we get a three out of ten because you think we should be a fucking Starbucks with office space to oh rent or, and or, or reams like, of paper for you to fucking buy? Or, or go like fuck a, yourself. Or like a <laughs> Barnes and Noble. Yeah. How they have like a little or like a coffee shop in there. It's fucking stupid. I I I read I had to read this a couple times just to make sure I understood what the fuck That's she was trying to say. Because it's like funny. she gives you a three out of ten stars, so that brings your star rating down. Yeah. But oh, if you don't go in there and read her comment, you don't know that it's really not a three out of ten. That shit happens at my job all the fucking time. It sucks too, cause I'll uh, <laughs> I'll have names attached to a job that I put in for a technician where I didn't even talk to the lady. They'll be like, dispatcher got a poor report on this. I was like, I didn't even talk. I fucking took the job from the damn tech who was already there. Silly Billy shit. No one. Nuance. I hate that word, but I love that word. But it's very important. <laughs> you were going to say something else, too. About what? Y- you had a thought. I saw it in your eyes. You, you were in the middle of saying something before we kind of interrupted you. No, no. It's, it's just like, it, who the fuck do you think you are? Marcus Lemonis. Not see, she, she's on Ma- Shark Tank. Marcus Lemonis <laughs> has some pretty good ideas. <laughs> From, yeah, I'm not gonna say that they're Shark all fucking Tank. fantastic because they haven't. Fucking been. love Marcus. Marcus is the shit. Which one is Marcus on the Shark Tank? The prophet. He's not. He's uh, not on, he's the, not sh- on, he's on the Shark Tank. It's a different prophet. thing. Oh, okay, it's good shit though. He's great. It's just, it's counterproductive to give us that low of a score. Like you know, give us. What we deserve as far as like customer service. I'll take your notes. Just yeah. put the eight in there, bitch. Right. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> give us you know, give us your seven with your little side notes. Like yeah. that's cool. Like, Three's I'm fine pretty with rough. That. Three out of ten's rough. Yeah. Like, you know, three out of five is like, oh like you know, we yes. yeah. But three out of ten is like, what that's, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. People with suits start making calls after that. That's yeah. the worst. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the thing, like as a manager, I only get the fucking um the survey um, emails for the negative ones. Of course, yeah. So, I always, <laughs> I always hated that shit. I'd always compare it to like your like elementary school teacher. It's like, how often do your elementary school teacher send a note talking about how you're kicking ass? Almost never. Yeah. But if right. you fucked up that day, you for sure got a little note home. Like, like people don't. So I guess people that like companies, smaller companies that have like organic good thumbs up or likes or whatever the fuck it is, good notes on their business, it must be doing pretty good. It must have a decent thing going because most people just sign up for that shit to bitch. I think, I don't know, maybe that's changed. I don't know. Yeah, because there's like specific individuals that like go around, they're like Google Maps restaurateurs and shit like that's their gig. So I'm sure they're a lot more... Yeah, th- their opinion should be weighted heavier. I wonder yeah. if they do it. And it, it like freaks me out because like when I, because what, going through like the subjects of the emails, you know, it's like uh, the, uh, the 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 system is called Medallia. So when I see one of those, it's like uh, okay, let me let me see what this is about. Um, sometimes it's real fucking dumb. Sometimes it's like one out of ten. Um, they didn't have what I wanted. And they offered to order it for me, but it's going to get here too late. It's like, okay, well, then you're just fucking dumb because, right, okay, so we didn't have what you wanted. We gave you a solution yeah. to that, and you just weren't happy, like, because it's not going to get there in time. Like, that, that's, that doesn't warrant a 1 out of 10. No. So when I saw this 3 out of 10, I'm like, fuck, like, okay, let me, let me read this. <laughs> and, yeah, it was just like, what the fuck is your issue, lady? 
You remember, you remember who she was? Like, like if no, because like, you know it's so it could be like a day or two after. Like, I mean, I have her name, unless like she comes up to me and says, "Hi, I'm so and so." You know, then I come look at her like, "Oh, yeah. you're oh, the fucking you, dumb bitch." You found her. Fuck you, Jay. Right? Shall I get you a cup of coffee? You fucking. <laughs> <Yeah. client? laughs> oh man, that's fun. I had a super condescending one not too long ago. I usually don't get in the van and head home for work very upset about anything with work because why would you do that? You yeah, know, I like always try to forget about work. No, I mean, yeah, I, I for, the <laughs> for the most part, I do my best. And it's so when shit happens, it's just like, oh, well, that's just part of how I like how Stone Cold always kind of puts. He's like, it was just a bad day at the office. Yep. And you get yeah. in the car with Liz and the kids got to eat shit all day because someone yeah, was mean to me. Like, that's yeah. not OK. That's not fair. But the uh, I was a little fired up, dude. She was fucking funny, man. Just asking about and bottom line is she hasn't paid a bill and anything that's over 30 days old will put a little hold on your services and supplies which is what we provide for the customers and uh people call in and be like so you're who you held I, I had somebody call in for supplies i got turned down it's like yeah you're 90 days past due on a bill you can't so this lady was pretty fired up she wasn't going to get anything and i told her to pay the bill and she kept calling me simple-minded and small because <laughs> you yeah, she's uh, going ham. I don't understand you. So, no, I, I get that we owe bills. I get that we owe bills, but, like, you're not thinking about the other perspective. I was like, like not as a business? Like, I don't know <laughs> what to, like, tell you. Oh, you're going to oh, – maybe because I'm a doctor of psychology. I hate, dude, oh. When people have to refer back to their shit, it bothers me immensely. So that was, like, her fucking – the whole time she's cutting a promo on me, she's talking about how she's a fucking doctor of psychology. I'm being simple-minded. I'm not seeing the bigger picture. Are you like, sure you weren't being punked? I do. You know what? Uh, towards the end, and well, the worst thing was this. I answered the phone at like five oh two. Our day ends at <coughs> five, and I was like, "Whatever, I'll put another little order in. I'll do so." So after fifteen minutes of this, I was like, "After three minutes, I'm, I'm pretty decent about being like, listen, I don't think we're gonna see eye to eye on this. If you want, here's a manager's email. You can call back and request one, but I need to hang up right now because we're not getting anywhere. I think that's a fair thing for an, adu- an adult to say to another adult. Yeah, right. And uh. Yeah, she was just 15 minutes of being, like, super. And I called her condescending. I was like, ma'am, you're terribly condescending. I was like, and I got to tell you, if you're, like, a doctor of psychology, then you would understand that what you're doing is very telling. Like, you're upset with another thing. Because in your story, this whole giant bitch fucking fest, which, you know, I understand. I get it. But I was also listening. And you're mad because your underlings have been trying to get something from us, haven't been able to get it done, and now they're giving you shit and it's reflecting poorly on you. So now you're taking all that shit, that accountability that you didn't handle properly, and you're dumping it on me, a poor little customer service representative who's not a doctor of psychology. <laughs> well, you know, maybe you think a little different about it if you had a small business, but you obviously don't run a business. Like, just Did that kind of sh- The whole fucking time. 15 minutes of this, dog. Like, dang. I'm used to three minutes letting I'm dude I'm decent doctor of psychology I'm a goddamn doctor of psychology dude anybody who's ever served tables or done customer service for a piece mm-hmm. of time and you're observing about what you're doing and what's happening you're a fucking doctor of psychology so I was just kind of like I'm really decent at letting 5 6 minutes of that kind of bleed out and then getting to the point of it and everybody hanging up happy but this broad like, like wouldn't stop down. and I wanted to fucking go home I'm like and that's how I ended I was like oh you know yeah. what it's it's 5:20 the cards aren't even going to get processed right now anyways. All of our warehouses are shut down. Like, anything you wanted to get done isn't going to get done right away. So I'll take your notes. 
I'll call you in the morning, and we'll see if we can get this figured out then. Oh, that's what you're going to do to me? Yeah, dude. Like, I don't know. Are you going to keep calling me small? I'm, I'm, I don't think about simple the bigger picture. I'm simple-minded. I don't have a small business. I'm not a doctor. I keep thinking that like, go you're going to say you got a small dick whenever you say that. I mean, whatever. It's beautiful, though. <laughs> 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 it's so gorgeous. It's handsome as fuck. You know, it's a trim. <laughs> it's it's funny when people like like she, you know. Um, That's the tall tale. When, when you when you start calling out like your profession over and under other people, it's so annoying. Yeah, like stop know, it. Like, with her bringing up her her fucking doctor psychology book. Maybe this is a little <laughs> over your head because you, you know you're talking to a doctor of psychology now. I, I, like, I remember, okay, and I'm not sure if I told it. this. I'm not sure if I sh- told the story on the podcast, but um, when I was uh, when I was managing uh, GameStop in uh, Simi Valley. The area that that the store was in, you know, like a you know, pretty, um, not like majorly upper class. Like, Simi Valley's nice, man. It's nice, but it's not like Brian's neighborhood nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, yeah. Brian's neighborhood is two years old. That right shit is fucking I don't old. But uh, anyway, so this this guy comes in, fucking. It, it, when I describe his clothing to you, you will be able to picture him. <laughs> white v-neck olive green colored cargo shorts and flip-flops <laughs> got it yes yeah. sir and a puka shell necklace <laughs> <laughs> so he comes in with his girl his girl's like pretty fucking fine so he comes in could have guessed that too <clears throat> wait what did you, i missed that part his, his girlfriend was pretty fine uh so he comes in with a at the time it was a uh, ps3 controller uh looks pretty brand new doesn't fucking matter. So he's like, yeah, I just want to trade this in for uh, for credit or for cash. Because you get more for credit. Interesting. Um, he's like, oh, no, I'll take the cash. And I was like, okay. Let me look it up. Looked it up. Uh, brand new Sony brand PS3 controller. Uh, 13 bucks cash. So I tell him. And he's not satisfied with that. He was like, ugh. Thirteen dollars. I bought this for fifty. Like, okay. Um, however long ago that was, doesn't really matter. It's no longer new. It is now used. Thirteen bucks. GameStop does rip you the hell off, though, dude. No, yeah, I know, but in this case, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) So he's like, no, no, no. There must be some mistake. Search again. There's not. Yeah. I do this every day. I don't day. know how I could have. I literally it. get money to do this. So I, you know, being the prick that I am, uh, typed with one finger, P, S, three, C, O, and you know, yeah. controller. Yeah. Um. Comes up. I look at the screen. I look at him. Is it? I turned, <laughs> I turned the screen facing him, and I look at him, and I was like, as you can see, $13. Turn his computer screen around. He's like, that is a ripoff. I have an MBA. And I was like, well, now oh, you... Well, that changes everything, yeah. sir. Let me put the <clears throat> MBA fucking number in now. No, I, I, you know, I, I, I could have done that, and that would have been funny. But instead, I said, well, now you can have an MBA 
and thirteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you owe me uh, thirteen dollars. That's amazing, yeah. sir. At what an accomplishment. Also, doesn't make a fucking difference to what we're talking about right After now. After I said that, well, they want a cracker. He got pissed, not because it was a fucking good line, but because his girlfriend laughed. Never make <laughs> your girlfriend laugh, bro. That's rule number one. So she probably gets embarrassed when he talks like that. You know probably, what I mean? Right. Like, she, uh, like just you know, to it. He like did it to the fucking waiter last <sighs> night, and he almost got his ass kicked. I don't know why he's trying <laughs> this again. Right? <laughs> he's like the fucking what was that old fucking Hanna Barbera? Like the chicken hawk, the little the, bastard. Yeah, the tiny one <laughs> would always fucking try and fight that big fucker. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> What's his name? He's got the best name. Oh, I forgot what he was. Like, I'm, I'm a chicken hawk. <laughs> he's a badass. He's yeah. a killer. Anyway, uh, I would have beat this guy's ass, but uh, yeah, he uh, he he left in a in a huff uh, after I made his girlfriend laugh at him. <laughs> That's the best part. I lucked out with mine, dude. I guess because um, I got in the van and I was all like, "Fucking people are crazy." Let me tell you what happened. Liz is like, "Jesus, here we go." And then I uh, told her what happened. And I was like, man, she's going to call back right now. Because if you call after five, you're going to get a voicemail. I was like, she's going to leave the gnarliest fucking voicemail. And right when I walk in tomorrow. Are you the only guy that works there? Oh, the yeah. So, it's oh. yeah, uh, for sure. So she says, I was on the phone with some oh, guy. That's how they get me every single time. <laughs> I mean, mostly for good stuff. This isn't <coughs> like a takeaway to hide. But, yeah, whenever like, oh, he was so pleasant. Do you remember he spoke to you? It was a gentleman. Everyone's like, fuck. Like, <laughs> it was definitely him. And the... Uh, the lady, I, I, I mean, she, I, she never called. She never, she never did anything that I suspected was gonna happen. But also, man, my manager is fucking like down for the squad, dude. Like, I, even yeah, if it no, did happen, yeah. she'll probably look at the history books and be like, "Yeah, she's probably just a handful." And Brandon wanted to leave and just put handled whatever needed to get handled and didn't even, she didn't even address me at all about it. So either the lady didn't call back at all, which would shock me, or my manager is dope as. I've seen it happen with other instances where it's like, oh, maybe she just crazy. Maybe she got the phone and just realized I was being an asshole. And just Perhaps, didn't even dude. It. Well, because I mentioned it to her. I was like, That's you're fucking, thing. you're being very straightforward in my mind, you know, about what's really going on here. Have you ever, have you ever had to do like a preemptive, like to your boss, like, hey, um, you're probably gonna get a call, blah blah blah. Dude, in the restaurant days, yeah, every waiter on the fucking planet has for sure walked up to the manager and been like uh you're gonna have to go to table 63 in like 10 minutes <laughs> right <laughs> like 100 percent. so and then they fucking roll their eyes and they're like what the fuck happened now and you're like well here here's what happened she's being a total bitch right and you start <laughs> your whole fucking spiel i don't know restaurant jobs are fucking fun as hell i don't mind any of that so and again if you're like if you're about your business and you do well no one's gonna give you any shit you know like because you're always going to have a bad day or someone's going to be upset with something that has nothing to do with you. So if you right. have, like, a two-year history of fucking killing it and, and then, then someone comes up and goes, this guy needs to be fired, they're going to be like, yeah, but not, you know. <laughs> is nothing going to get done about this? No, not not today. My favorite is, um, like, I've been told multiple times, like, you're, like, I, you're about, you're, you're going to lose your job. And it's like, oh, dude, that's the worst. It's like, uh, no, I, I guarantee you. <laughs> My job's not. pretty. I step on, I, yeah, I tiptoe a little bit at this new job because it's a lot more corporate and there's an actual like HR department and there's, uh, we have a pretty decent like bubble, 
with the customer service. Like I said, our manager is like the shield and savior of the shit. So when everything comes down on our heads, she does a good job of making it like go away, so to speak. So there isn't any like firings. No one's getting clipped over anything unless she doesn't like you. But she likes us, so it's, it's it works out. I used to especially go fucking ham at my other little dispatch job, the one I met Lizzie at. Because there was no, there was the boss who was like the owner, the king, the fucking dictator of that thing. And there was no kind of like corporate culture. There was no HR. There was nothing like that. So you could tell a be like, fuck you, lady, and hang up. Did you just tell me to go fuck myself and hang up on me? Yep, and I'm about to do it again, bitch. Click. And dude, the owner would be sitting there like, are they being a hassle? You're like, yeah, she's crazy. And he'll go, okay, and walk away. I'll tell you what, <laughs> if there's any Karens listening and you want to get somebody fired, go to Chipotle. Because <laughs> the turnover rate there is insane. You get fired <laughs> for anything. They don't care. When I was uh, yeah. funny. when I was working my uh, my sales job, uh, <laughs> you want to get someone clipped? Chipotle's the one. Yeah. I was I was working my sales job with um you know with where Carla works, hmm. and everything there like was like I I love the place. I I love uh, the bosses. Um, the environment turned super. <sighs> Well, I, I don't want to say, no, no, um, like I don't want to say uh, corporate because like I was, I was, you know, I get a little too loose. So, uh, you know, I understand. I get it. But like there'd be, a you know, times where um, once we started growing, we had to move into a new office because, you know, more staff and, you know. This and that, and so it got like to a point where uh, my friend Joey uh, sat outside. Like, you know, even though we moved into a bigger place, like it still wasn't enough space. So people were working out, like, you know, not in the lobby, but like we like. There's areas in the halls like that are big enough to like house like a bunch of desks and stuff, you know. And so he was sitting kind of like out in the open. And every time, you know, I could see him every time I, I go to the kitchen to, like, get, like, more water or grab a snack or whatever. And so he's sitting right there. And so every time I, you know, flip him off. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he'd fucking, he'd laugh about it. Like, sometimes he'd flip me off back. Um, and then, one like, one time I flipped him off, like, and he came over to, to get some water for himself as well. And he's like, he's like, bro, like, so who's that, like? See you flipping me off and like complain, and I'm like, nah, nobody didn't hear that. Does that be of a fucking bitch? And sure enough, um, I got in trouble because uh, a three year old saw it. No, um, we got we had a a, a new um, team member uh, in the sales and customer service department. You know, we were we were mixed, and um. You know, she got uh, seated in, in my room, and uh, she w- like she and a couple of the other um, team members were were speaking to each other in Spanish, you know, and uh, just just for reference, I'm Mexican, like 100% Mexican, second generation. Yeah, um, so I jokingly said. Hey, this is America. We speak English here. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. hilarious. And of course, like the entire room like knows like you know, by now knows me, knows my 
my humor and like, you know, knows I'm not being fucking serious. Right. Except the new girl who I just said this to. <laughs> Stupid fuck. Hey, that's, that's a good so way to get introduced. So, I mean, uh, except the new chick who I just said this to. <laughs> so, um, it might have been that later that day or the next day, I get called to HR. And, uh, yeah, somebody anonymous, uh, anonymously anonymous. Uh, complained about my remark. Um, so I guess it didn't go over well. Uh, they complained about the appearance. Yeah, and, and so that's when I found out that she was like, and um, somebody also. said that you're being hostile by flipping off like <laughs> other member or other uh, um, other team members in the area and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and in my mind, like flipping, like, I, you know, for me to like actually flip you off, like I got to be fucking pretty mad at you, you know? Yeah. Like, I, cause I don't consider like a quick, like, ah, you know, like, that's, a, like that's go an aggressive through your mind little... and be like, who did I flip off? Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, you flip off Charles every, every single d- fucking every day. day. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, how should I, like that it, you know, it, cause she was like, and what do you have to say about that? And I'm like, in my head, I'm Tell like, Charles to that, suck it up. I'm like, Wait, who, who the said fuck? that to you? The new girl? The, no, the, the, the HR lady. Yeah. Okay. And so in my in my head, I'm doing like a quick like, did I get in an argument with somebody? Or, and then I was like, wait, Joey? I was like, me and <laughs> Joey are fucking friends. You know, and, and I was like, I'm not flipping them off to like, you know, because I want to flip them off. I'm flipping, you know, it's like it's yeah. a, just a joke that we do. You know, well, it's not stone cold. I'm not stone cold flipping them off. <laughs> right? Stuttering kids next to the water cooler. Right, like you know, because if I wanted to, because if I didn't like Joey, I would just tell Joey, "Fuck you." Right? That's yeah. <laughs> funny. Um, and she was like, "Well, you know, she's like, I don't think that's very funny, and neither do some of your coworkers." That is not my blah, sense blah, of blah, humor. Blah. And it was at that point where I was like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." No well, sense it used humor. to be fun, you know. Right? No sense. It humor. did it's used to be thing. fun. Still love it, but yeah. Like that's the reason I would never fucking go back because yeah, I wouldn't yeah. last a fucking month now. Yeah, when they, like when new management when management changes and stuff, like in your work, like the whole like everything changes, like like shit, man, it sucks. And especially when you get the one manager that like that it is super serious and by the book, and like when you know for six months or how long you know you work there, you you know establish like your your personality and this is who you are and like you know everybody gets it and the workplace is cool with it and it's fun and then you get the new manager that's by the book and you can't do that stuff anymore now, like now you have to cut it how they showed you in the video <laughs> it, it's, it's, instead of like the way that you figured out is quicker fuck me look at fucking Cooney over here trying to innovate they're just holding him back <laughs> yeah yeah, it's, it's messed up, dude. You. Fuck those managers, dude. <laughs> fuck those managers. Uh, Don't come in here and fuck up my shit. Yeah, no, that's why I've, I've said it to Lizzie a bunch of times about that job. Because she works at the same place. We work together at a company. And uh, I went to one of their little, like, yearly little parties. 
she used to say that the place gets loose. Like, everybody that works there, like, drinks pretty heavy. Like, when they celebrate and they have, like, Christmas parties. Like, in the and office birthdays, and shit? They get, fu- they, you know, they fucking party. And I was I've like, always nice. wanted to be a part of something like that. It's pretty fucking cool, dude, because I went to this thing before I worked there. And everybody there, all the upper management, I couldn't find one person that could talk shit about the CEO. Like, the guy who runs the place, who's there every day. Like, everyone loves him. He's so amazing. He's this, he's that, and the other. It's like, wow, they're really, like, really shitting on him. And they paid for all this crazy stuff, dude. I, they shut down this fucking bar downtown for, like, everybody. For the whole what? night. Like, on a Saturday, dog. I was like, that's awesome. And you started working there? Yeah, the next fucking week. I dude, I wouldn't be too. I was like, yo, if you're going to get, I always say, I was like, if you're going to get locked in a fucking box for would eight hours a day, like, would this you is take a good a, would one. You, would you take a, a, a pay cut to, like, have an easier, better job, like, more fun, laid-back job? Well, I think that's what all my little, like, my little returns to serving goes been. Because I wanted to, like, Bobby, the kids were super young, and I wanted a bunch of time with them. Being part of their, like, school life and all that was, like, super important. I have a real issue, like... Yeah, that's another question. Like, would you, like, would you, would you give up time with your kids and stuff for a raise? I mean, I have. You know? That's essentially what taking this that office sucks. job was. But, nah, yeah. I mean, you gotta just. It depends on what the goals and priorities are at the time. And like at the time, right, yeah, yeah. lived in the goddamn bleachers in the field. I was like, you never visited over there. Yeah, no one did. <laughs> we lived. Where was this? Uh, oh, the one in the ghetto, Charleston in the hood. Ellis, yeah, I, I dropped you off, yeah. Yeah, that place. You know, like <laughs> Brian's like, I wasn't getting down. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, WrestleMania. I came watch WrestleMania with you over there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that place was like not that great. It was yeah, no, it was. The restaurant was like the restaurant I was working at was at the tail end of their little existence because, like Brian just mentioned, they got new owners and revamped the whole thing. Place has been there thirty years and repeat customers for decades, and now they're like. Changing like, like pillars, <laughs> like yo, you can't change that. No one's gonna come back there. And sure as shit, a year and a half later, they closed down. So before they closed down, I wanted to get another job. And during that little piece of time where I was feeling uh, just negative about where the restaurant was headed, I went to this party with Lily, and I fucking just talked shit about them. And I interviewed with them a long, long time ago, and it went well. But they just weren't ready. And then when I they came weren't back ready for time, B. They weren't ready for B. Bro, I st- if I'm going to be locked in this fucking room, dog, I'm doing it. Like, because you know what? It's funny. You, you come from be like the a prankster? real artistic kind of like space. Well, no, just like. Uh, Who are, you, are you the Dwight? Or are you like, wh- what type of dude are you in the office? Probably Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, what's he always? Uh, actually. What, or what yeah. is his fucking nickname? Actually. Oscar. Actually. Wait, yeah. Which one was he? Was he, he was the gay dude. Yeah, he's yeah. fucking. Uh, oh, yeah, I can definitely see the resemblance in that. Yeah, it's Oscar's fun. Yeah. When he's fun, he's fun, but he's no, also I'm, I'm smart. Talking, I'm talking about the bending over for another man part. I don't do any of that, but, I mean, that's just one small part of his personhood. <laughs> Lizzie <laughs> just breathed a deep sigh of relief. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't uh, identify with Oscar in that way, but if you're asking, like, who in the office, everyone thinks they're fucking Jim, and every, every girl thinks they're Pam, which is absolutely fine. It's like, this is Meredith, all right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to be the Jim, though. Like, I like to joke around and be that guy. Sometimes I'm the gym, but I think if there's like an overall, I'd be more like a Stanley. Or <laughs> I was just thinking that that's that's <laughs> I, I like I like to be a Stanley. Lately, I've been Stanley. Just right. like fucking over it. The position's sealed in. But and you just go to work to do just good. do the work, and you just go I'm like home a, to be you. Like I'm like a Creed. <laughs> the <It's> Creed. <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. Got six felonies. 
<laughs> she came from the Was on cops days. eight times. That uh, that show was amazing. <clears throat> nah, office jobs. Well, that was the thing. I, yeah, if you're gonna have, if you grow up kind of in the shadow of like, the whole idea behind an office job is soul sucking and it destroys your personhood and da 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 da. I like grew up around all that kind of shit. Where if you're not like an artist and you're not an entrepreneur, you're basically and that took a bit of like getting used to sitting in a you know a cubicle, a nice one in a nice building downtown. It's fucking dope, but it did take some getting used to. And uh, you see the people that have succeeded in the company and the way that they live, where it's like, no nah, man, if you can get up this ladder quicker, this higher end corporate world isn't that shitty, dude. Like they're all cool. They all golf and drink a ton. Like they're cool fucking rich dudes. It's like ain't nothing wrong with being a cool rich dude. I mean. Like I said, my general nature was kind of like anti that just because as yeah. a kid growing up the way we did. But like seeing the ins and outs of it is like, yeah, man, there's a couple of those old bastards walking around. They're funny as fuck. They have all, you know, all their shit's taken care of. Yeah, yeah. It's locked in. They can stop any day if they want. Like, dude, yeah, just go. That, yeah. that doesn't suck. So it's like, oh. Yeah, Stanley this is. This is the worst. It's like, huh. Is it though? Is it the worst? Probably not the worst. Should have hired me, Adam. <laughs> I forgot. I'd, I'd be fucking killing it for oh, you. Oh, there's like no sales guys. Even the sales guys are getting clipped left and right nowadays. I would have I clipped them with survive. my fucking performance. <laughs> now I'm a fucking sales manager elsewhere. Could have had me, bro. Dude, Sorry, hey, chump. dude, it happened again. What? This whole time, this whole 30 minutes. You were fucking backwards again? <laughs> yeah. You <it> motherfucker. <laughs> fucking Brian Cooney forever putting on his fucking headphones backwards. Hates headphones. Like, one needs to be fucking black for left, one needs to be white yeah. for right. Yeah, or else I don't know. Right? Even though the fucking logo is like... Brian's sweatshirt is a, is a black sweatshirt and all of Tupac's tattoos in white on the sweatshirt yeah. in the coordinated spaces. Yep. Right? So it does say, thug life across the belly. I crossed out the uh, 50 and I won with the machine, with the machete. <laughs> Couldn't I even say it. G's. Well, if you look at his tattoos, you're it's the thinking. it's the double G word. <laughs> I'll do it again. It's like a sharpie. And just <laughs> He's all shit. You can still kind of see it. Show notes sharpie and start writing. Let me uh, let me ask you guys a question. I love asking. All right. Have you ever been too high, like? You thought that was it high. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what it is. In his fucking head, bro. You don't even remember this. I guarantee Uh -uh. you don't, bro. Unless you're delirium or fucking psychotic. The the last time I remember that that, that this happened to me, I went to the movies. And I remember my girl at the time was ordering some popcorn and stuff. And I was standing behind the drink machine to where the guy couldn't see me. (laughs) Like, I was trying not to make eye contact with the guy. Couldn't do it? Oh, man. It was the worst. Yeah, so like in the first like ten minutes of the movie, I don't remember because I'm sitting there thinking like, uh, just tripping out. I've had a couple of those. Were you Wait, is that what you mean? Like where just you just weed. can't, it was just you weed. Just weed. You just can't yeah. take it? Or are you talking about like life-threatening? Holy shit! Not, am I gonna die? No, you were talking about my not house. Exactly. I you not, talk about that. One. I don't want to hear that. Like, yes, but like still in control. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had. So one, you were at my the, house. The one that I was gonna mention of his was one of those like super gnarly. Drinking, smoking, probably didn't eat for days because I just did that sometimes when I was little. 
So I probably didn't eat a ton. Probably ate like well. Here, the, I know the reason was we went fucking heavy coruscating one night. Oh and yeah. And it was like a school day where we ate like thirty, and then after school still more ate thirty. Oh, hung what out those? with like Tariq and his brother yeah, and like yeah. huffed mm-hmm. bullshit, mm-hmm. like yeah. just all the worst Free dirty kids street drugs you can fucking do, and did a ton of that. And then dirt under the fingernails. So gross, dude. Just dirty fucking boy. And I remember being asleep. Is it, it? It wasn't your house, the famous parents' house. It was your dad's the apartment by yeah. uh, our high school. And oh, I had a couple moments there too, bro. I, I woke up and I was like seeing spots, and I could see you know when you could see your heart yeah. in your chest. Yep. And I like I thought for a minute. I was like, damn, bro, I think I'm gonna like pass out pretty quick, bro. Because I think that was the time I seen time. you green. I think I remember seeing you green. Yeah, I was, was in probably your the same bathroom, time. like fucking freaking out. That's probably I was, the same like, time. Turning gray and shit, you know. And I was like, damn, like when you looked at yourself, I was like, damn, I look like you look dead or dying. Yeah. Look dead and or dying. Are you dead? Am I dead? Yeah, I was right like, now? dude, am I fucking dead? Is this like the is, legit is it, end? Is this what happens? Because well, I think of all those like crime scene fucking yeah. pictures of like fucking, well, here, Eddie fucking Guerrero in, in the bathroom with a toothbrush or fucking Elvis taking a shit or like just people who went to the mirror to check themselves out because they felt a little right. weird <laughs> and then their shit exploded and that was it. So I was like, damn, am I having one of those right now? And uh, because of all the, the long list of fucking disgusting, horrible shit we were doing that day, I thought that might have been it. But that was the only time, even through Oxycontin, <laughs> that was even through any of that. Elvis goes to check. Yeah, but when they, uh, you know, dude, I get scared of that all the time. I'm going to go go to the bathroom to check myself out because I'm feeling weird. I'm going to fucking not come out. Oh, man. That's how it's going to go if I'm not lucky. Hopefully, you just go to sleep upstairs with your nine grandkids in the den Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone fucking goes to check <coughs> on you and you just didn't wake up. Like, that's the goal. Grandpa's not moving. Right? It's sad, but everybody loves me so much that it's not that sad because I was so great. You Kevin McAllister I mean? would be the one to find out. <laughs> find the right, right before he gets left, he finds his grandpa. That's like the start of Home Alone 4. Grandpa dead in the attic and then he gets left home alone. No, I'm saying that shit. That would be Oh, they switched the fucking kid. Yeah. It ain't nothing so, all right, so you went and checked yourself in the mirror. Yeah, and <coughs> I was fucking green, and I was freaking out. I was like, oh, God damn it. But my thing is, you know what's crazy is I never had any of those moments with, because me and Tony used to talk about it all the time, like, because we know a lot of kids that have died from the drugs that we used to yeah. do. And I always thought, how close. You know what I mean? Like, how many I've times have, like, thought, my has heart... Has it really happened? Like, has it happened? Like, have I, like, died and just, like, didn't... And and then I just maybe it continued because I wasn't, like, that in gone? another realm. Is this a different realm? I've thought about crazy But I, I, like I that. see something different. Yeah, no. I, I never had mean? anything crazy like that from all the hard, hard, gnarly drugs. But I do remember that core season where I was green. Core season? Because you just wanted season. your heart to stop. Right? We took like fucking hundreds. Those were. Like, I'm not crazy. even like, we had hundreds of them, like an <coughs> asshole. Right. Talking about no, we, it was we popped real. out like a hundred of yes. them, bro. To like, the point where we had a homie go and murder his fucking dad. Yeah, dude. That's, that's like hanging out with that dude that day. Right? Yeah. Fucking home. There's so many gnarly stories. I don't know if it's like a thing that's happening. You know what's crazy? Because like. You always think, like, well, now you can go to the store and get weed, and you can go to the store and, like, shit, 10 years, we'll be able to buy mushrooms. Like, back then, like, 
to search and find something that would like in the that you could buy oh, or still in the store across the street high? at the brand new Walmart that that's literally amazing. nine feet from our high school. Yeah, and you can just go in there and grab thirteen boxes and walk out and be high that day, dude. And it was a, it's a crazy high too. It's like an acid acid mushroom well, seeing, high. Being faded it's from that was like. like I remember the first couple times I did it thinking, because we did, like, acid and smoked pot at school all the time. So I was like, I got this, dude. I'm going to grown up. When it first hits you. I turned pro at 14. Dude, when it first hits you, you start feeling like you're walking on clouds. Bro, that, that course season that cloud will walk. Kick you back. That was one of the times I went home. I was telling Lindsay yesterday how it's so weird, man. All the times I thought I was going to get in a lot of trouble. This relates to what I was talking about earlier with the fucking lady that I thought was going to uh, – leave the voicemail at work and get me in all this extra trouble. I told Liz, I was like, you know what? I'm fucking over here stressing out about me and getting all worked up, but I bet you a hundred bucks nothing's going to happen. Because that's how my whole life has been. Anytime I've ever thought I'm going to get in big fucking trouble, nothing happens. And the shit I don't sweat comes back and bites me in the ass. Oh, yeah. That's how it's always been. And that was one of the times where it was one of the course seating days, and I threw up in the school. <laughs> and they took me, and they asked me what happened, and just being super high or whatever, I was like, oh, I, I guess I took some drugs. Yeah. An accident. Like, what the fuck? Right. So they sent me home, and when I explained it to my dad, I thought he was going to fucking destroy me. And just, just really, like, it was some of, the, like, some of that put-you-down method yeah. of, like, parenting, where he's like, sounds like you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that sounds retarded. You're a fucking moron. Like, yeah. why would you do that? In the course Keep that first, up. You yeah. won't wake up. Like, he was warning me of, like, what the next 10 oh, years Oh, yeah, like, like the father moment. Yeah, yeah. He didn't, he didn't, like, he didn't, he didn't fucking thrash or Yeah, like, like, rather that. than cock him back and give him a black and That was one of those times I thought that was going to for sure happen. I have, like, three or four of those where I was, like, this is going to be <laughs> And nothing happens. Oh, those but are the worst small feelings, shit that dude. gets your ass quicker for sure. Those are the worst feelings. Yeah, I was ready for yeah, like thinking you're gonna get. We were talking about the first time we ever did ecstasy, or the first time I ever did was with you breaking into a pool and just talking his bullshit. We actually did get taken home one time because we were walking up that hill behind your house, and their cops pulled up and checked us out, and they took us home. And I've told this story to other people where like I was terrified walking up to your house. I, I thought you were gonna get in big that. ass trouble. You were there. You were there. Yeah. Gave you a hug. Gave me a hug. Sent a couple pills. Remember, like, figuring out the authority? Like, like I remember at first, I thought school was, th- or I thought my parents were the main authority. And then, like, it was the school. Like, oh, man, if I get in trouble, like, being afraid of my parents and then being afraid of my school. Like, like that. Well, your death. parents are the ultimate authority. Yeah. And then and then it jumped over to cops. Cops are the main authority. And like, that trouble was, like, real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like life altering. And I was like in high school or junior high, like I was like a like a bad kid, not like a bad kid, but like a kid that got in trouble for everything. You were like a morally like a piece of shit, but you were just like mischievous. As I fuck, I got sus- I got suspended so many times that it was automatic expulsion. So like any little thing that I did, like like I got in trouble one time for slamming a door, and then like remember, do you remember like we used to put like the way the ice was shaped. Like, you would put it on the Slam table and then the smash table. the ice, and the ice would go flying hella far. Hit some poor bitch in the head. I got in trouble for that. I got in trouble for that. I did that one time with a cast, so the ice was, oh, like, fucking super that. blasting. Dude, I, they, like, yeah. cut this bitch's head open. <laughs> that was you with the cast? <laughs> yeah, I got in a lot of trouble for dude, that. Dude, the cast like, made bro. those things fly. Yeah, the cast made it lethal, like, for sure. 
And it did, dude. That broad was leaking. <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble. But she was, it was like fucking, it was like a chick that wasn't, she was cool. You know what I mean? It wasn't okay. like a stranger. Yeah, yeah. It was like someone down there, like a good girl who knew who we were, not mm-hmm. like a, one of the shitty chicks who fucking had no problem hanging out with us. Stormy. <laughs> oh, Stormy. She lived in the neighborhood. Yeah. And Lee. That was when she shaved her head and shit yeah, she back when, like, no bitches were yeah, doing shit like that, Yeah, she was, like, like the only dude. girl with, like, a purple hair. Like She was bad, bro. She didn't give a fuck. But, yeah. That, yeah, that family was, ga- like, they were. They were triple. Yeah. And they're about that punk rock fucking lifestyle, man. I remember Kevin beat Lee up one time for me. I forget Sorry. what happened, but, like. Liz loves Kevin, by the way. She listened to the show and was like, I love Kevin. Oh, gotta hear this shit now. Yeah, again. <laughs> Here we fucking go. Yeah, I, I know, bitch. My whole life, I gotta hear this shit. Now I gotta hear this shit. Perfect. He's so not. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Get it. Oh yeah, he sent me some pictures and stuff. The kids. Yeah, working out and stuff. Like they w- they went over to Sunset Park. You mm. know, and you know how they had the the I sand. Love Sunset Park. They, they got the sand there for uh, volleyball. So oh. it's like running in the sand, doing workouts in the sand and shit. It's dope. That's cool, man. Yeah. What else oh, yeah, we got going? Um. Oh, shit, I forgot to bring it. I Dude, I bought Cannabis's uh, rhyme book. Oh, yeah, you fucking texted us about that. That was crazy. I was yeah, like, so like the, the battle he had with Disaster, he was rapping, and in the middle of it, he forgot what he was rapping about, so he pulled out the rhyme book. And started rapping from there. And then he didn't get to, like, the third part or the last part of it. So I have the rhyme book of the rhymes that he was going to rap, or, you know, rap in that yeah. battle with and shit. That's fucking kind of sick, dude. Like, dope. I kind of dig that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take pictures and put them up and stuff on the uh, Instagram. It's cool. Yeah. I got five artists for you guys. Ooh, I love this stuff. These are, these will be fun. I think we did. Maybe like one or two already, but this is all part of a group. And as soon as I say, as soon as I say the first name, you know what group it is. So number one, RZA. I think of brains. I, I when, when I hear RZA, I think like like he like like master manipulator. Like like I feel like he's behind the scenes doing everything like how like nowadays like like you need a team for instagram you need a team for you know facebook you need a team for twitter and like reddit and like all these things and like you need beyond to edit. just producing the yeah, music like he was like the, the fucking the promoter and publicist and he, he was did all, all that, that. Shit. yeah i feel like he was the mastermind behind wu-tang yeah like i mean w- w- i think without method man wu-tang would exist <coughs> i think without odb you know, it would exist. And there's one person that Wu-Tang would not exist with, and that's RZA. If there was no RZA, there would be no You might be right, and I hate saying shit like that. You know what I mean? It's always like, damn, bro, he would have been good. But, like, you might be right about that. Like it wouldn't even exist. in the early days, they kind of, like, explained it like that. When, like, Meth and all them are doing that old Voltron analogy, he would talk like that and go, and they, no one argued. They were like, RZA the head, RZA the head. But that guy was like, I always thought they mostly meant about, like, just the music and the forming of Plus the group and all that. Have you seen that show on Hulu? It's like the saga yeah. continues or something? The fucking, the show, Showtime, Showtime, the Showtime documentary is way sick. Fuck the show. Oh, yeah, yeah the Showtime, the Showtime, Showtime documentary, documentary is fresh. 
Um, yeah, that was good. Watch, like, a movie or a guy. <coughs> I never want to. I would never pick the movie version of a narrative versus the actual fucking guys telling me. Well, you can hear. Yeah, you can hear the mom. I've always liked documentary. I know documentaries just like recently, the last ten years became like cool guy shit. But there was a time where watching documentaries, people thought you were fucking weird. Your thing was the books. You loved uh, the mob documentaries. I was all that shit. Yeah, dude. I've always enjoyed documentaries. Dude, you showed us the Paramount fucking app, and there's a whole shit ton of, like, Smithsonian stuff. Yeah. I was, like, secretly in the corner getting, like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> so much neat shit. Fucking loser. <laughs> Nerd. He kept saying Nerd! it, too. He kept saying it, too. He'd be like, sounds more, more Smithsonian stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept seeing it. We went through the whole A to Z, their whole fucking catalog. I was like, this is so dope. <laughs> that's how I was when I, I – I need to get Paramount, too. But that's how I was when with HBO. I was like, HBO – they got a lot. It's not just HBO. They got like NBC stuff. They got like yeah. They went. They went they buying went shit. Right? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, they got. I think a lot of their Cartoon Network stuff. They have it all blocked at the bottom of the app, and you can go in and look at those and like search and get your stream stuff. They got all that. So, so Riz is a genius. Number two on the list, Jizza. Is I mean, I think I don't know how the boys were feeling about it when it happened, but when Liquid Swords came out, I'm sure all of them were like, "Oh, we can get this movie and yeah, this. like we can get like regular ass fucking Raekwon money and still get Wu Tang money, and then they're gonna have Wu Tang Productions and do all." And that's why I liked about that Showtime thing. You saw what they were planning. They planned like a world takeover, but. That initial push of finance and all that fucking cash just fucks people up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. I always related. You see the same thing in, like, skateboarding. Like, you see those Asian kids that, uh, you know, started this thing. And then when Big Pun gets involved, it's like different ideas. And it just looks crazy. That kind of stuff, that kind of separation over money, that's what happens in families. Jizza just released a new album, too. Did he really? Yeah, Halloween Assassin. Uh, I always thought that the new potential. I I always liked that better. I, I always thought that was his best one. I liked that better than Liquid Swords for some reason. Which yeah. one? Beneath the surface. Oh, okay. Came out in '99. No shit. Yeah, that was always my favorite because that that was uh, when it, when it was playing on like Rap City. They had like the the videos and like. That's funny. The, the breaker breaker, like that. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I just. The unfolded fucking CD art was taped on Ty's wall. Of Jizza? Of Liquid Swords. That whole thing with them and the fucking... Yeah. He had that whole thing, like, flipped out and then put on the wall next to his bed. Yeah, that's the shit I would do. But Jizza was the one, huh? That, yeah, so for Jizza me being really like young, I thought like that Jizza was guy. the coolest thing ever. Jizza, Jizza, I think, is the smartest... Yeah, the genius, dude. He's the smartest one. He's doing, like, documentaries now and stuff. With uh, like he he did something with uh Tyson Neil deGrasse Tyson or something. Oh, yeah, nice. hilarious. Yeah, <coughs> or he's, yeah, it's scientists he's doing like s- stuff with scientists and stuff. With, like he's very diversifying his portfolio. Right. Smart. <laughs> Number three on the list, Method Man. I felt like an asshole because I thought he I, I w- he was always my favorite in Wu Tang, but I he was, my he was everyone's favorite, so I kind of didn't want to say it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I wanted to be like, 
I think a lot of people who like loved Raekwon were almost on some like don't want that was the, that list was the that next I saw that, always. That, yeah. Everyone always said yeah. they're fucking Method Man and then Raekwon is like I think a lot of Raekwon fans were like felt the same way I did where it's like if you don't do what we want you to do like if you don't want to say that and wear your fucking Raekwon shirt like it was that I'll that, take that for that sure. spit on your grave and grab my Charles Dickens that that, that one he did with Biggie I think that that verse was like that one was what I think got me yeah, out of all of them yeah I think that was and now too, and like he wrote it in the studio and then sent it out. Like that was that's a trip. But like, yeah, even now his, his stuff, like it was like for a while, like ten years, I don't know, from what like oh five to like fifteen, kind of just like went missing. But like he just came out with a new album, I think last year, two years ago or something. Yeah, uh-huh. it was pretty good. I mean, the lyrics were dope, the beats were cool, but it wasn't like that Method Man, like that cacao. Yeah, I loved that when I was. Second one, I like the second cacao better. And then the how high? Yeah, yeah, the Tecal two thousand. I like that one better too. Tecal two thousand, then blackout. blackout. Yeah, I love. I fucking love blackout. Me and you. Were oh my god! I was gonna say blackout, every time. Like every time I hear blackout, I think of Geo. That was nonstop. We had that shit going. Yeah, we always had that. Yep. Number four on the list. Oh, one second. Uh, okay, so the uh, I'm just looking it up. The name of the album. That I was thinking of. Oh, it came out with one in 2021 too, but no, yeah, it's Method called. Man? Yeah, it's That's called so Meth, Meth Lab Season Two: The Lithium. It was 2018. That was that was a good album. Oh, and Blackout Two in 2008 too. Dang, I, I forgot do about remember that. that. Method Man's like scary to me now because it's built like the rock. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That fool's like spitting like a fucking. Yeah, so, but the 421, the day after, that was the last one that I remember him making until Meth Lab. But he came out with a couple ones that sold a lot of copies. Number four on the list, Raekwon. Now, personally, like I did actually uh, prefer Raekwon over everybody. Yeah, I'm sure that was a real life thing for sure. Yeah, he was fucking sick. Raekwon, Raekwon to me, I always thought he was overrated. Did you really? Yeah, I like him. I liked him. I still, but it's just I don't know. I, I didn't get into him as much as I did the other ones, like I, like Inspector Deck and. Okay, I I, I remember telling uh, Brandon this. I don't think I've mentioned on the podcast, but uh, my old roommate, one time we were watching uh, some sort of cooking <laughs> show, mm-hmm. and th- there was like uh, it was like Bobby Flay or one of those guys one of those challenges. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I love, you know, like whoever it was. She was like, who's your favorite um, famous chef? So oh, Raekwon. So I said Raekwon. Yeah, you did say that. And this. she was I, like, I remember you. who? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah, yeah, you did say, you did, you did mention that before. Right. So I guess, okay, I guess Raekwon came out to do one in 2021, too, called Enemies. Yeah, oh, they are. Uh, yeah, I've heard a couple of tracks off of that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right drop. Now. He sounds fucking great. You know what it is? I think I think it's because like they they have such a distinctive. Oh, it's actually just a single. I'm sorry, with Tragedy Gaddafi and Planet Asia. God damn, those are old ass. 
but like they have their own sound with with uh, with RZA that is so distinctive that when they started breaking off, it was like after their first album, everybody, all of them put out one like their first one, and then they kind of like started venturing off into their own sound. Where like Inspector Deck, or I mean, uh, Jizza went and got like DJ Premier, and he started getting that sound, and then like, you know, Met the Man went with like Timbaland and like all those other like, like they started going in different avenues, and then it just seemed weird because after I forget which which Wu Tang album it was, but th- it just seems like they were all on different pages. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like after with the beat, with the, with the beat. Yeah, after the like, it's just. They haven't, s- and and wha- and the thing is now, if they came out now, would you want the old sound, like the old Wu Tang ish? Yes. I would. Yeah, me too. And the last one, and uh, I'm I'm looking for what the name of it is right now, but the last one that that I heard was very very new sc- or old schoolish RZA sounding type beats. I pray that atmosphere. I pray that Slug starts rapping like he used to. Oh yeah, he's like the king of that dad rap now. So everyone, yeah. and like, there's people who really enjoy it, which is dope. I'm a fan of him as a human. So the it's like, the as long as he's winning, I'm happy. Bro. Yeah, the of the of mics and men, of mics like microphone that 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 one, and then the saga continues. Those those two have. I think if you blended those two together, you would have one dope Wu Tang album. Fun. Yeah. And last but not least, even though even though there's more than five, um, no, no, members of Wu Tang. Jizza, Met the Man, Raekwon, and RZA. RZA, Met the Man. ODB, the funnest, the yes. funnest, yes. Wu Tang is for the children, bro. That motherfucker got food stamps from his limo. <laughs> his fucking his album cover, I think, is one of the most classic album covers of all time. The New York fucking yeah. yeah. Uh, ID. Yeah. Brooklyn Zoo. <laughs> Fuck, uh, he went, dude, he did a damn song with Mariah Carey and started singing on it with her. <laughs> like a duet <laughs> with Mariah Carey. <laughs> Me and Mariah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't love that guy? You don't love that guy? Stop man. it. Does the fucking oh, thing. He is. And, like, watching um, that, uh, the, the Showtime doc, it's like, you know, kind of fucked up, like how how they you know how they kind of did them. You know, I don't know which one you're talking about. How they what they do? Painted on to be like a crackhead, like like he wasn't getting like any money, oh. like sticking. Oh, yeah. oh, how Wu Tang did him? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant like how Showtime did him. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, he got screwed, man. That's yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that happens with. I. I there's got to be one person out of the group that gets screwed. Like that's just how it is. That's it's why they break. Fucking family too. You know. Yeah. I mean, think about it, dude. He was really getting food stamps. Like you can't really fake your way into getting food stamps. No. Being a celebrity, like you need proof. I'm sure. I'm sure the person at the at the office is like. ODB is here. Hey, there's no way he's going to qualify. Start looking in the books. He hasn't made a dollar in fucking 12 years. Yeah. He qualifies. That is crazy, man. And then the craziest part, too, is Method Man and Red, or Red Man. 
I mean, he wasn't a part of Wu Tang, but when you go to MTV Cribs and you see his crib, dude, that's the best shit. Shitty apartment, dude. The doorbell didn't work. Doorbell's hanging off. Do you guys think? Are you of the opinion that RZA is both the best and worst part of Wu Tang? Dude, I've never. That is a great. Yes, that that is that's true. I've never thought of that, but yes, you're right. I mean. I understand what you're saying, and I agree with that right. part. But there's like a chunk of me that's always like sympathetic towards him, where it's like that fucking dude saw what Wu Tang was. Like he's the Julie Andrews, you know what I mean? He was like, oh. Wu Tang, yeah, okay. this, 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 this. The other boy, that's black. That's what we do. Okay, but he Gene Simmons the fuck out of Wu Tang. What he try to do that million dollar album of just only he oh, only yeah. made one. Or that, I thought that was RZA. RZA's idea. Where they sold it to Martin Shkreli? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what we're talking about. That's oh, exact. I thought you said Jizza. No, I said Rizza. Oh. Rizza. Oh, no. I thought you were talking about Jizza this whole time. No. <laughs> no, Rizza isn't the best and the worst. I think that's Jizza. Because <laughs> think about it. Because Jizza, in but, my head. But just earlier, you said that Rizza is like the brains. Yeah, he's the brain. Exactly. I don't also like the I, fucking I don't see a bad part in businessman that doesn't fucking consider I, I don't the see, homies. I don't see any bad in RZA. I but said like RZA, right? Hmm? <laughs> said RZA? I think so. With, That's what I was Jizza, talking about. So yeah. With with Jizza, yeah. with Jizza to me, because I mean, Jizza is the smartest one. He, I, RZA, RZA is the one that got it started. Like, like he, he's the one that does the most behind the scenes. Like, he, he's the like the movement, the one that got it moved. Like the one that took the. Uh, they didn't just they edited the song and then brought it to the radio station. But Jizza was just he was the smartest one, like intelligent wise. And I think not like not all of his shit hit. I think some of it went over my a lot of it went over my head. And but when you got it, he he was the best. Like if it didn't go over your head, yeah. like yeah. So like that's why I think he was the best and the worst. Like he's and. Like I said earlier, he was like one of the f- ones where he got like premiere beat and stuff with that thing. So I don't know. Where have you heard that? I don't know. Because I understand what people mean when they say that. That initial sound and that orchestration to create the franchise, but then the franchise buckles down when the it time, came to how kind of the time in behind the scenes. That without without that. Like, which you most of the time now, people pay for. People pay for that type of service. And he was just the hustler that went and did it. Well, that's what, that's why like, there would be no finished product. That asshole. It's like, yo, you need that asshole. Yeah. That's what he needs. That Sam LeBron model. Yeah. Because it was that kind of like all high-ended over, all business over, mind that, that alienated talking, the rest of them. I'm thinking just album-wise. Like, song, album. Yeah, but also, like... He he kind of had more of like a even though it was kind of agreed that he was the leader, you know, he tried to make it seem like it was a group thing, even though he was completely controlling of every single bit of their business. And like their contract contract. Yeah. See when I when I look at it like that, I, I look at it like uh like that maybe because I don't know him, that it's humbling. Like, like he, he's doing all this work, but he's giving credit to the group. He's saying it's a group thing. 
So to me, that's 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 a humbling like, thing for him to I, do. I mean, just I but think as I as an individual, like seeing how much he was in control of like everything that they did individually, yeah, it's kind of you know, kind of fucked up to do your fucking friends that like like that. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. had them all under individual yeah. contracts and under agreement contracts to start this relationship, and then when things weren't going the way they wanted, they wanted to get out, and they thought they were asking the homie. And it's like you walking up yeah. to me and being like. That's hey, the I, I, dickhead part. Here, listen here. Fun Uncle blows up out of control. And Brian goes, hey, I know what Brian has a contract with Fun Uncle, but I want to start my own thing, and I want to be blah, 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 blah. And I said, no, you can't. Huh. You don't think that's an asshole thing? Yeah. Like, that's what he did. Yeah. Th- oh, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that is some dickhead shit, yeah. That's but what I think people mean when they talk about the best and worst parts. It's like he was the best, and he put it together and right. organized right. it, but they weren't because he was, like, a big part of the, like, implosion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that part. I, I thought you were comparing, like, albums. Straight music. Like, yeah. But, yeah, like, as far as well, just, like, ODB's human the best beings. And worst part because this fucking album <laughs> is ah! fucking garbage, yeah. and it, but some of them are so yeah. great. Yeah. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Yeah, Stop like, it. like, he did you did, did you like the uh, the, the last uh, Wu Tang release? They had like had Red Man and uh, Cap- a lot of a lot of Capadonna, and but it was like it was like never secondary Wu Tang ish guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, secondary <laughs> Wu Tang. Gambinos. Yeah. Wu Tang, the B Team, Chronicles, and like yeah. it was it was Chronicles. Yeah. It was it was a lot CDs of like shit, it was a lot of Wu Tang family, and not a lot of Wu Tang members on each track. Like it wasn't like yeah, that a group. was that, that was kind of weird. It was super weird to me. I I, I, I did I, I did enjoy I, the music. Me too. But I still don't consider that a Wu Tang album. No, even though it was like yeah. it was released no, as Wu Tang. I don't. Okay. Why not though? Just because it's not it's not Wu Tang. It's not the official. Uh, it's not the official group. Yeah, but we, like you know. Because there's are there's already there's they're they're the ones who decide that like if yeah, it's going to be released under the Wu just the you know like. Uh, Straight up Wu Tang um, banner, then right, but but just because they tell me, like I, I I'm like not gonna say like Sabbath albums aren't Sabbath albums unless fucking Queen is part of it. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's always right. fans that are gonna be like, that's not fucking Sabbath, and you're like, yeah, that's a very good. It comparison. literally yeah, is though. Ronnie, Ronnie James Dio to me is not Sabbath. It's hard to like, yeah. See, there's there's always like an aspect where it's like Brian will. Even though it's a fucking Wu Tang CD in the yeah. Wu Tang section, yeah, I'm, I'm like, Wild under w. Like, yeah. I'm like Wild a Star w. Wars nerd, like you know what I'm saying? Like I'll pick things out. Well, that, that CD's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, fucking yeah. nerd. I actually went hard with that. See here, here. Bottom, so <laughs> yeah. Here, here's my thing: if if <laughs> if they if Wu Tang puts out an album with more than like a couple features. Mm-hmm. Then I don't look at it as, as a Wu Tang. Like they're they're, like they're cash grab. Would you consider it like a Wu Tang fucking yeah. EP? An EP? Yeah, I, I would consider it an EP. Yeah, I, I guess you could. Or at the very least, like a fucking a Wu- yeah, because like a Wu Tang like mixtape, half, half album. Yeah, like a mixtape, a mixtape. Yeah. Oh, definitely consider it a mixtape for sure. Yeah, but it's not like a, an official Wu Tang album. Do you think we will ever see a traditional? Minus ODB Wu Tang album. The time is now. I think it all. Yeah, the time is now. Where like people with the little beat. I mean, RZA's doing his work, but like he's a producer, so it doesn't need to be like a producer 
Yeah. Yeah. Movie, movie scores. scores. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Super insane. So, I mean, yeah, if we don't get it in the next couple years, I don't, I don't think we will. I've always talked about Coleman Hawkins and Michael Bay, especially with Inception and mm-hmm. the stuff that goes back and forth with the, the language and the contrast of everything. Say anything, you can't say anything. Because the last time I saw started freaking right. out and breaking the fourth wall and stuff like that. But it, it's all a pendulum swing. And I think right now, if you look at like 90% of the box office, like the nostalgia's coming back heavy because all this the is people the are 30, 40 years old. Right. So if they came out with that, all the 13, 14 year olds would soak it up because they're super, super happy to hear their heroes. Yeah, that's and then hopefully the young kids will kind of get a different taste of like, okay, I hear this sound. I understand why this was I was I was just telling uh, my little homeboy too uh, that all these new dudes they uh, I mean all all these they're like the new guys are coming out they're in their like thirties now like thirty four thirty five it's like you know thirties to thirty five look at J Cole look at like uh, Kendrick uh, uh, what's the other guy's name um, did that track with Eminem. Uh, he had an album ADHD. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, like they're, they're all the new artists. Most of the new artists that are coming out now are older with that sound, and and even I mean um, Griselda too. Like, did you ever think that a group like Griselda would blow up the way they are with that sound in two past two thousand four eight? Yeah, right. Yeah, four <laughs> even. And well, they, to me, they just sound like M O P. Right, ish. You know what I mean? Like they got that like boom bap beat down. So I love it. Yeah, me too. But yeah, like all the like what I'm saying is like these past couple of years. Like you're right. The time is now because like the nostalgia, like uh, everything you said. Th- this is the time where the shit's coming back for hip hop wise. There's so many of those like fucking cultural historians that talk about entertainment has a 30 year break. Think of like the 60s and the 90s. 90s right now, you know what I mean? 90s yeah. to early 2000s, like it, it, it really does seem to be a 30 year cycle for entertainment in America, at least. Yeah, and th- you know what's crazy too? Like, I was thinking of comedy for some reason, and uh, and and it's weird because all the comedians are noticing it, like the change, you know, like and. I don't know if that's There's if a that's a good social thing. standard of like yeah. public or speech, or and th- there hasn't been a thing like that since the '60s. You know what I mean? Yeah. And before that, it was like the '30s, and you saw like the whole fucking. Y- you know, I always want to give props to you all the time for being a pioneer and all this, but I'm not gonna let you go. But like, think of I Love Lucy. Think of when that fucking show came out. Who's the fucking who's the main character? Who's Desi Arnaz? That guy's a fucking idiot. He does the same thing over and over. She put that fucking show on in the 50s, dog. Like, think yeah. of that. That's girls are talking about feminists, talking about progressive. Yeah. That's how mm. you fucking that's do that. Pre- like you don't for the time. bullshit. Like, right. all yeah. that fucking anger At that time, that's was was that was as progressive as like Bro, you'll fucking see. in fucking sane. And she made it funny. They never talked about it. It yeah. was never a thing. It's, uh, it's pretty fascinating, dude. And then you look at her production company that she put together, Desilu Productions. Sold it to what, Paramount? That's what Paramount became. Started with that person or something like that. Fucking Paramount. But that kind of shit is like fascinating to Started me. Started with the Lucy purchase? 
Well, Desi Lu Productions, like, they were the first ones to put on, like, Twilight Zone, fucking Mission Impossible. Like, think of those iconic shows from the fucking 60s and 70s. Lucy was, like, the head of that fucking programming department that let that go down. And then again, like, you know, the Lucy, just the setup of the Lucy show, fucking three-camera live audience, like, that shit was new. Like, bro, you hear all these fucking all these kids in this little third wave of feminism and you never hear Lucy ever get brought up. It's like, why isn't she like the, the, the picture, man? Why yeah. isn't she the new, what is it? The rivet? Uh, uh, what was her name? Something. The World War II chick with the yeah. fucking. Yeah. Uh, Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter. Okay. Yeah. Like Lucy should be brought up. The girl heavily. with the red bandana and she's doing this thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Girls had like in the, in the suit. In the yeah. Room. Half the dudes went across the ocean to go fight a war so that you stuff man and they like, stepped up yeah they fucking handled it like women do and when i think of this, this little new wave of feminism there's so much of it that i think is fucking it's kind of obtuse kind of just silly almost but then there's portions of it that make a lot of sense and for the points that make a lot of sense i always think that lucy would be such a brilliant fucking like little platform like start with the stuff she put together if you want equality and equality is just one thing which did marching fucking Anything on Wall Street change how the banks handle their money? Like that they fucking occupy bullshit. One percent. Oh yeah. It's nonsense. Occupy Wall Street. Wall Street didn't close down one bank. Didn't do shit. If you want, you gotta do the difference. You can't talk about it. So I think like a woman like Lucy to put together that show, such a different style, such fun fucking style, I guess, I guess timeless it, comedy. I guess it starts with the awareness. Like I mean, marching and stuff brings the awareness to the people. You know what? Awareness is such a goofy-ass word to use. It's like whenever I see on WWE when they talk about breast cancer awareness, I'm like, everyone uh, in the room raised their hand if they haven't been aware of breast yeah. cancer. Like, I get what the uh, whole... What is that? Yeah, like drumming, yeah. Like, drumming, like... See, I, see, I get that when it comes to, well, see, like... Because, uh, but, but the breast cancer, that that's not a good comparison because everybody knows about that, but there are things that Keep it out of Brian's football. Yeah, <laughs> please. But there are things that people aren't aware of, though, that go on. Are there? Yeah, like, like, like what? Okay, well, things like there's going not on enough black people on television. <laughs> I'm talking Stop about just Wall Street. Like, like a lot, of, a lot of people aren't aware of what goes on in Wall Street, and so you know, like, yeah, those Occupy people weren't trying to fucking educate anybody on the fucking turmoil of fucking finance, bro. right? No, yeah, Here's but out there, like, rich people are the worst. You know what? You yeah, know what happened that, in Wall Street? I think, I think that was part, partly. Do you, Do you really want to know what happens yeah. in Wall Street, though? Just a bunch of old whites getting rich. Yeah. And that's, you know, like it's always been. Yeah, nothing's changed. Nothing. It's going to stay the same, and it's going to be whatever they want it to be. Oh, yeah. It's that's just how it is. Do they have too much control? Well, people, I mean, I think w- there needs to be some sort of control. I think somebody needs to be in control of certain things. Cause that but do they, like the... the I, I don't want to say globally leaked because that sounds like conspiracy ish. Yeah, it's starting to get a little like out of control right now, but I think it'll go back. Well, I think this whole think idea that you see back. behind the fake news and all that, I feel like that's just what they showed you behind the curtain. But there really is some sort of agenda on every side where there's no real, like, objectivity. There's, not, there's a lot of things that we think are real, or we assume the system works a certain way. really is like 
upper class of people. Careful, bro. But yeah, I think there's definitely an elite. What do you call? What, do you, what, what did you not want to say? A global elite? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there is a global elite. But in my mind, if people get super conspiratorial about it, I just go, "Listen, dude, do you have stuff? Would you like to keep your stuff? That's just what they're. Di- what you do every day, protecting your shit, is what they're doing." They just have a lot more shit, so they have to do a lot more protecting. Yeah, is it nefarious? Is it fucking gnarly? Probably, but so's running any sort of fucking high-end company. All those people do pretty gnarly shit. So if you've ever bought a Starbucks in your fucking life, then you've, then you've become part of the fucking machine that's done horrible shit. Like, that's one thing about, like, corporate fucking, like, capitalism, where it's like, yo, man, to get at the top, apparently you have to do some pretty shady shit every now and then. So if you're gonna support any of that stuff, you're on the you're on the side of darkness. Yeah, that's that's a little like too good far. luck living a, living this life without any of that though. Exactly. Are that's you going yeah, to go? Because you can go down to the fucking to the sticks, bro. You can live off the land if that's what you're about. Right. But I don't yeah, but see who's gonna do that. I don't. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like everyone's full Come of on. shit. Right. Yeah, I would love that li- that type of life too. I would I would love to do that, but. If communes and all that kind of shit could be a thing, it would have been a thing. But how come every right. single time upper the leadership gets corrupted? It's the same no matter what the fucking right. situation is. Be leadership gets corrupted. They get all fucked up. They start yep. treating people like mm-hmm. shit. It's how it works because if it if it could work another way, it would have. There's yeah. a Benjamin Franklin right. quote about that when he talks about like bohemian lifestyles and communes and nobles and everybody just living their own life and being live and love. He says something along the lines of, assholes, if that shit was av- available, if the human condition can allow for that kind of culture, it would have been done by now. But it can't. Because there's desperately wicked hearts that are in every single yeah. one of us. And you give enough power, they're going to fuck it up. So I don't give a fuck what you're talking about, whether it's a fucking Fortune 500 company or a community of people. Like, yeah. leadership will fuck up. It's going to be an issue. And that's a, that, that's a big thing. That I just find out to be true, I th- and I, th- I think it's getting to the point right now where it's making that switch. Like it's up at the t- like if it's when it's at the top right now, it's about to come back. Eventually, yeah, I back and forth. yeah, it's starting to make that swing or change the trajectory. Well, you see, you you hear guys who talk about like uh, like the people who came after Andrew Breitbart, who wanted like conservative people that wanted to see more like conservative things in like. Regular, like, entertainment. So you listen to music or, I mean, even news nowadays or any sort of, like, entertainment. A lot of it just, like, has a really, like, liberal perspective. <coughs> and it is what it is. But those guys kind of wanted to make an impact in the other space. And everybody after that has talked about, you know, Ben Shapiro's Joe Rogan, you know, oh Crowder yeah. guy. All those kind of guys yeah, that are, like, yeah. post-Breitbart. They all say that this next generation is going to be the most, like, conservative generation. And these are kids... Yeah, I've seen Reagan that map done. And that's the, the that's what I think you hit on the pendulum. It's like, yeah, it, it probably is. Because all the kids right now, the kids today that yeah. are running shit are overwhelmingly like liberal and Democrat and Marxist. And yeah. they think in the next fucking 30 years, like we've said, culture's on a cyclical 30-year <coughs> space. The next the next generation of kids that are running dumb stuff are going to be like overly liberal and conservative. That's, just, that's how it goes. Yeah. Just the insanity of the ruling class and right now, the people running shit are liberal, left-leaning dudes. So there's going to be like a little bit of show and tell there, and then eventually, 
it's wacky everywhere. Um, most people will use their fucking minds, yeah. and then yeah. it'll swing back the other way. Like, I don't know. That's how I see everything. That's why it, it, that kind of perspective keeps me from really getting upset with anybody on either side. Same here. It's like you're just. Yep. Not, I don't try to play like elite where it's like you're just another sheep for fucking being you know because I am too because I have a perspective. My first my first thing is always, oh the elite we're gonna be fucked. That's my thing of always going into everything. But now like I'm a lot more level headed, and you know, like it, like if I start reading a, a story or if I start hearing something, my first thought goes to all oh, the elite is fucking us. Like, <laughs> There's like, a lot of folks like then, that now. But then, but, for but, sure. but see, but then like. Ten seconds into reading the next sentence, or you know, ten seconds after I start viewing it, I'm like, okay, nope, that's that's bullshit. Now you know, and then and then I start getting a different look on it. And the other thing too that made me start thinking that is the idea that it is gonna be what it is. Like no matter what happens, it's it's gonna like change really isn't gonna happen unless they want it to. You know, so like it doesn't really matter, and it's it's gonna benefit. Like it's. I don't, I don't, I don't see a mass extinction. I don't see like, you know what I mean, like. Yeah. So it's not like, whatever, you know, like. I'm not planning on having kids, like. <laughs> so what is there for me to worry about? <laughs> I, got couple, guy. I got twenty or thirty years left after I'm gone. What the fuck? Like, what do I need to worry about now? Like, you know what else is cyclical? Pro wrestling. Hundred percent. Me and Duke talked about how AEW is gonna start out with the little guy stuff, but they are gonna book a big old fucking guy who you can't book otherwise, and it'll be back. AEW in thirty years will have the big man syndrome that everyone criticized Vince for in the nineties. I guarantee it. Cause it's how it has to go. That's how fucking Bruno got. You know what I mean? Like the that dominance of Bruno was that because it was all Lopez. All that kind of like pro amateur wrestling, if that even makes sense. Like, it's not a shoot, but these guys were shooters. They had holes. They were doing yeah. things. It was real. Are and you talking about after the signing of it, of show? Big show? No, no. I don't think he's going to be the catalyst for anything like that. But I think there's just going to be like a big Brock Lesnar guy who you can't bring him in without somebody like yeah. can't book him in any way. Right. You know what I mean? So he's going to take and he's going to kick ass and then he's going to sign with another big guy. Right. He's going to make him be a face. He's going to make him another big old deal. You know what I mean? It's going to come back. It's all going to come back. It, but it all depends on who you give the title to. Like, you can have these feuds with big guys and, and not make it a title bout. You know what I'm saying? And not have it like. Yeah, but even, even like in a non title bout, if the champion is, is losing to like this big fucking monster. You're gonna have to book that title guy, or you're gonna have to book him to win the title sooner or later, and then that's when. But I mean, if it's just one storyline, is it that bad? Like, is it that oversaturated with it? It just depends on how long they run with it. Well, I I mean, you you run with it as long as it makes sense. Like even like, for instance, like like realistically, Lance Archer, and like say Marco Stunt, like you can't. Realistically, book Marco to win. No, like Inle- it unless it's it would need to be interference by Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Right. Yes, yeah. you know. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I as long as the shit makes sense, you're right. Like that's while uh, 
while we're criticizing AEW, let's talk about uh, their big bang or lack of last Sunday. Did you love that bomb? Was that your favorite? Oh, I hated it. I thought it was <laughs> horrible. It was the it worst was possible <laughs> thing that could have happened. Yeah. I was I just saying, Tony was like full on behind it, like he was like. Yeah, he was saying like, like Tony. Like, I don't see he, the he, was saying, he was saying <laughs> Kenny, Kenny just built a bad fucking exploding ring, and then was like, "What do you guys want us to do? Actually, blow people up?" It's like, shut the fuck up. There's a much fucking better way to do that. So so easy. All they had to do was get two different camera angles and and shoot them at different times. Brian, have that, you seen the way easy? they do it? In yeah, that's what made me say that. Was you you, you shoot them in the ring, blow up. You can't you though because you have a live thing. audience there. If it's a strictly like no crowd thing, yeah, sure. Or even just like how the WWE does it with everybody virtual. Oh, see, they missed their moment to do that. They they, they could have done the exploding barbed wire match and made it look real dope six months ago. But I mean, I don't know. Does it really matter? Because like, I mean, okay. So if you're gonna end the show off of a blow up. You can do like like you can you can have have it set up in such a way to where like the ring poles blow up and then like the ropes kind of set fire and blow up in a way to where the audience sees it and like oh that was cool and then you could also end it for TV where the whole ring actually blows up. You hear that, Tony Khan? That's coming from a professional demolitionist. Yeah, yeah. You know what I think of? I I think a big... I I mean, I've seen stuff that happens where it's like, that would have worked better. Like, uh, Brock and show that suplex off the top or that ring. If they would have done four giant explosions on the post, like Mm -hmm. some old school cane shit with some smoke, and then while that happens, the thing... Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that... that, that at least would have saved the visual. Yeah. And then, um, it's all about distraction. If it's you're faking, so it's like magic. You it's funny. Make them look at it's funny things. because on Dynamite uh, this past week, um, they had a, a little segment with uh, Moxley and uh, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. And Moxley was saying how he got his drinking buddy back and blah, blah, blah. And then Eddie Kingston. And this is how fucking brilliant this man is. Even though, like, I don't agree with uh, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I don't agree with, you know, adding that to the story. Yes. But he, he basically tells the camera, like, I know you're, I know you're wondering like why I passed out. And then basically goes into, because that was such a pressure, pressure situation that it reminded him of being in jail and like everything that goes into, being in jail and having to worry about yourself in jail, and mind, it just got him like up. too. It just became too much for him, and he blacked out. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. It sounds great, but I don't think like it should be like canon. Basically, like it shouldn't be, you know, uh, part of like where this is good. because like Kenny Omega's already come out uh, in, in 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 an interview and be like, yeah, it fucking sucked. You know, the, well, only, after, the only thing we can do right, is, like, Right after, get Moxley better. grabbed the mic and said, oh, that was a horrible explosion. Yeah, because he was trying to fucking save. If you watch, like, the um, fan perspective, like, re- like videos on YouTube where that dude, happens. We, when we, dude, we all were like, what the Yeah, like, if you watch those videos, it's, for a minute, it was like, Wait, it's dead quiet happen, right? and then booing. Like, <laughs> something else is going to happen. Like, AEW is not ready for that right now. Not at this stage. That type to of have the, to have the fucking to have the fans turn on you, 
Like, they, I don't, you know, it wouldn't be good. Dude, and you know what is really funny, too, because this past week, actually, I probably, like, two, three weeks ago, I started seeing, like, in the, like, the Facebook fan pages and stuff, a lot more people are starting to let loose with shit talking on the AEW TV. Like, it's starting to become more, like, you know, like how before, like, we used to have the AEW fanboys where, like, they could do they no could do wrong. No wrong yeah. But now it's There's one sitting at this table right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I, I still think they can do no wrong. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I'm starting to see it now to where a lot of people are starting to be able to, like, point the flaws out and stuff. But I've always been that type of guy, too. Like, I'll point out the flaws. I just won't point them out on air. <laughs> Another uh, exciting news. It looks like the WWE is targeting 45,000 people per night for Mania. Oh, that's dope. Oh, that's a big numbers. number. It's a, that's a lot bigger than I thought before, it was going to be. Before yeah. we got, get into this, I just wanted to bring something up. Did you guys get that text that I sent you? About AEW, uh, this pay per view was the highest yeah. grossing pay per view of like wrestling any pay-per-view? wrestling pay per view outside of WWE. Highest grossing pa- wrestling pay per view outside of WWE since 1999. Well, they're the biggest that has had like a major fucking network. Yeah, but I mean, I see, don't, it's one of those things where I wouldn't be terribly proud of it. I'd be like, good, that's what the fuck we're yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. They, they accomplished the goal because because yeah. now they just beat out TNA because TNA was was but their TNA is like never right, just never right. as big. Right, but, Since that, but that was ninety nine. They had nice little runs and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean content wise, yes, but like like, like, like if you want to go down the checklist, they of they the I don't shit. think they ever draw it higher than like a one point two. And AEW's doing as well. That's yeah. what I mean. Like I wouldn't celebrate like, that. I'd be. I, uh, it's 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 a check mark on the it's a check mark on the checklist. Here, this is the trail. Here's one of the goals. I, yeah. This is what's happening. Yeah, yeah so, like, so they're yeah, accomplishing it's, them. It's, it's fine if they want to treat it like a check mark, but there better be like a, a higher number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, like now, now, there now needs to be a, goal. a whole insanity. list. Yeah. Now, now, now it needs to be competing with Raw. You know, it needs it needs to look like Cody's fucking list. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what, that's, what, that's the same that thing that I started. That was exactly what I That was such a good... Best way to... Yeah, timing of his whole you know indie run like that whole thing is really cool. If they pull it off, that dude is the greatest thing ever. Well, I mean, I if anybody it can, now, it's like, uh, Cody's overrated in my opinion, though. I, I, I always thought that too. I always thought it was but good enough. I thought it was better than what they used him for in WWE. But yeah. like as like he fits the, the head role. guy of a place, I never. Because even seeing what he did on the indies, it's not like he, it's not like he let loose. You know, right? He was, and, and he had was just Cody Rhodes on the Indies. Like, he's got good ring work. He's, yeah. He doesn't have that great. He, dude, he's great on the right. mic. I don't he's, know if anyone yeah. over there is great. Well, I mean, dude, he's not. Any, t- anybody, he's not bad. Anybody that can pull off a Stardust and actually make it believable. I mean, I mean, what's believable for a character like that? I, 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 I mean, I, I guess, I guess, considering being Goldust and having that like rub. He went all out for that, that which is, yeah, I guess, did, if you're a guy. He did a great that. job. Like, yeah, no, he did. He did great with that. He, and that's he definitely the made are great at. Yeah, you he, can give he, him polka dots. He definitely made, um, fuck, what's that saying? Like, turning chicken shit into uh, chicken salad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did good. I just, when I think of him as, like, the top yeah, guy, the I, like, I, don't, I don't see him as that. Yeah. Sorry, like, I don't know. 
I see him as the top guy because he's booked that way. Like, it's believable that he is the top. Well, he needs the to, fucking problem. He needs but to stop booking himself. That's, that's what I mean. But, but that's the thing, though. He, he, he put himself in a stipulation where um, when he faced Chris Jericho, if he loses, he'll never, ever fight for the belt again. And he lost. Which is a good story for when it gets reversed and blah, blah, blah. Right. Exactly. Maybe they won't go super right, which, which fucking... Which is a great heel move. You know, pro wrestling trope. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it will be a different thing. Maybe he won't ever wrestle for a strap again. And that's, like, his little legacy, dude. Like, well, I see, but that, that, that's I like what made him start like the that. TNT. See, but because he, he's built as a top guy. So now he he makes a belt to where he can actually go get it. And then he, he gets it. And now he's being beat by these by these guys. Oh, damn. Okay, now these guys got to be good if they can beat this top guy. So that's a very good way to build people. Like, to use something that that is believable, but it isn't at the same time. Well, believable to enough to where he can he give the rub d- off. He to needs to fucking... Like, that was a good He play. needs to job to Penta this Wednesday. I'm thinking the same thing. He need. I mean... For a belt? No. It's just a... Like a Darby Allen still spent that belt? Yeah. yeah. He, he just uh, released a video with Tony Hawk. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Tony with Tony wearing the fucking w- TNT belt. <laughs> yeah, he went It's fucking cool. Ramp, yeah. You know, like you know, like that. That's pipe, yeah. that's another reason why I why I like Me Darby too. so much is because like he he seems to really be like an outside of the box thinker. Yeah. Like, cause you don't yep. like I can't imagine. You know, if if Darby wasn't as like dedicated and like knowledgeable, and was friends with like you know uh, all these figures you know in 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 skateboarding, you know I don't think. Tony would would. There would be no reason for him to like. Yeah, I, I don't think Tony would set up where like he's it's not like in a video with Tony Hawk. Yeah, it's like know, a legit. I, it's a legit thing. I, you know, I think it's Darby he's saying like, really "Hey, can guy. I borrow a fucking camera?" Yeah, you know, and 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 shoot something for you guys. Right. You know, like. And he's there with Tony Hawk to do it. Like. Yeah, like and, and he and Steve O too. He did some shit with Steve O. Like. Like it, like it brings that nostalgia feeling back of like, dang, if this was happening in two thousand, he would have been right there with Jackass. Like, like no if it was with WWE, like he could have been that. Darby new. did some Steve-O shit too. Yeah. Not not only that, but like, you know, just Darby kind of uh, being that sensical when it comes to like opportunities that can really benefit Network yourself thing, yeah. and. And the company. He's very believable yeah. in the role that's, that he's that's playing. Yeah, because like he is he, no? he he's he's what wrestlers tell you to do all the time. Be yourself, turned up to a thousand. And that, that's that what he. I seen his skate shit from before he was a fucking wrestler. He's a hard. He doesn't do like super technical shit, dude. He doesn't do fucking. Like he's fast. Tricks. He's yeah. That guy fucking dives Goes down, down fucking, fucking crazy yeah. fucking yeah, dude. He he does shit like Bam Margera. M- MJF too. He he's the same way. Like like the way they're bringing this like. Like old school mentality to wrestling back to where you live your yeah, character. But, uh, out. Yeah, it's it's I, it's I like that. It's good self promotion without being a fucking carny. Right. I I, li- I like what they're doing with with their character. Like they're living them out. Like like they're not like Roman Reigns on Twitter. You know. I mean, it's fine to be a person. You don't have to be fucking a character. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just I'm just messing with you because we were talking about that. Before. Um, so yeah, going back to uh, Mania, what do you guys think about forty five thousand? Too much? I, I think it's no I, I think it's not enough. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, who knows? But it's weird. Like forty five thousand. Like why not just go fifty? Yeah. 
Yeah, why 25? Well, because with the workers and everything, there's probably going to be fucking oh, like limit, like in the fucking like room. a whole limit, yeah. total limit of people. Okay, yeah, that is makes it, sense. Is, is it in? Is it um, going to be in a stadium of what? Probably like sixty thousand allowed. No, Raymond James can. Wait, did, what's uh, the percentage that it's going to be filled to? I have no idea what Florida's like thing is. Um, that place can do a ton. Yeah. Because like if you got like what like a <coughs> hundred thousand, you can go forty five. Well, the fucking Texas Rangers announced that they're going to open up um, their stadium 100%. That's what I heard, yeah. But, like, you have to wear a mask, you know, which is going to be... Vegas is up in there, too, right now. There's, the there's going to be a bunch of fucking videos of people recording other people at that stadium. Oh, yeah, and because they're going to get shit. They're, they're not going to want to wear masks because the governor says I don't have to wear one anymore. Even though the Rangers say to Walter Bean, here, somebody you have to fucking wear one. punched in the face. Yeah, somebody's going to impede on their freedom. Yeah. yeah and and it, it's going to be on fucking me. on TikTok like, Don't for fucking months. Me. Don't tread that, on That's my. for sure going to happen. I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, 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 you're asking the wrong person because I always think they should do, they should just do zero capacity. But, um, I mean, that, that's actually yeah, a Fuck you, number. CDC. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a great number. No, I, I don't really think that. We do need to slowly get into it. And you know what? I think big uh, things like these, like the NCAA tournament, too, is coming up. Did you see what they're going to do? I guess I didn't see what they're going to do, but I saw a bunch of fucking teams are, are missing out um, yeah, because of uh, COVID. Yeah, yeah, a few teams. It's like you're in the fucking tournament. Like, keep your fucking selves in check. Yeah. I, I Dang, I, I forgot to look at what the NCAA was doing. You need doing. a blowjob, though. But, <laughs> like, so what the NCAA used to do was they used to have, like, I, I, I guess they're all, they're doing them all rather in, like, one one area. Like, they'll, they'll have them, like, Indianapolis, and then they'll have oh them yeah, in no, like I California, heard, yeah. and they'll have them in Carolinas. So they'll have them in, yeah. like, different places. And I think uh, this year they're, they're having, having them in less places. But well, less as long places as and less stadiums. As, as long as... Um, they're following, you know, all the all the proper protocols. Yeah, that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, but I can't imagine that it goes smooth. Oh yeah, there, there's gonna. I think I think the tournament, the NCAA tournament, is gonna have a few teams that that get canceled yeah. out. But then how are you gonna do it? Because that that's not fair. Because the, oh, the oh, NCAA tournament uh, is something. No, here's 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 why it every is team fair. needs to play every game. Here's why it is fair, because. Everybody has the same set of protocols. Right, but if but, you can't fucking follow where, them, but, but, but here's where it becomes you're unfair. Done. But here's where it becomes unfair because now, if you're in the second round and the team that you're playing can't play, then when and you get the automatic win, uh-huh. now you have a bye. You're playing week three, and the team that you played just played two straight games. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it becomes unfair because now you have an advantage over this team that just played three games. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's but that, but, that's but what's here's here's the thing. Part. Like when like when you're like you're you're preparing for a game like all fucking week, and then, you know, then it doesn't fucking happen. Like that could affect you. Like you yeah. know, like mentally and physically, um, and and then and then like not having to pl- play the game. Like now you're, like you were coming in fucking pumped, and now now you're cold for a whole fucking week until you get to that next game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just trying to figure out a way to make it. Seem you know less detrimental to Duke that they didn't make the tournament this year. <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, again, like that's right. a, well. Number one, there was a good chance that they weren't going to anyway. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, and number two, just fucking keep your team in check, Coach K. Like, Coach K, you're the shit, but fucking, well, I you mean, know? everybody, yeah. I think this needs to be, like, something, like, <sighs> ah, man, like, it's so easy to say, but now, just keep yourself in check. You're in the fucking NCAA tournament. Like, just follow the rules, and you'll be fine. You won't catch it if you follow the rules. If you just stay in your room and go to practice and just tell go where they tell you to go, you will be fine. But being 19 years old in a tournament, I want to go turn up. I want to party. Like, I want to drink, you know. But at the same time, it's only two weeks, though. But drink responsibly. Yeah, drink, drink responsibly. How do you know? I think that's going to do it. Uh, episode 24. Oh, wait. That's hold on. Uh, there's King Griffey Jr.'s number. There's mm-hmm. one one more thing I wanted to... Because I know nobody's going to listen to it after wrestling because nobody likes wrestling. So we can get into this little part right here. Um, I wanted I wanted to... So Pierce Morgan got fired, right? Okay. Did you hear about this? See, I'm just bringing this up because we talked about Twitter before and Facebook and how like you think that it's okay for them to... You know, which to some degree I, I I agree with you on, like to where they can police, yeah, their, their own thing. platform, yeah, right. And so in the UK they have this thing called Ofcom, to where it's like the FCC, where you know the FCC out here, the you know on your TV channel you'll get in trouble, you can get fired, fined for saying curse words while out there. Like if you offend somebody, you can get the same penalty as they do in the out here in the FCC. Well, Pierce Morgan got fired because. Ofcom came after him because he said something about Meghan Merkel because Meghan Merkel, the princess, was saying that she was thinking about committing suicide or whatever, and she was telling all the knights and everything in, inside the kingdom, and they said that they wouldn't help her or just to forget about it. And he said he didn't believe that part, that people were saying that, that people were telling her just let it go, not worry about it. He said he didn't believe that part. And so – she went and used Ofcom to get him fired because he said that. So now he's getting fired because he has an opinion because he says he thinks he doesn't believe. Yeah, dog, this is the scary part. Of it. That, that and that's what really I'm. But also, he's, yeah. he's he's that's he's how pure, close like we you are. know like that's not banning him from the, from being on air. He's just no he's longer fired works from for that. Them. Exactly. That's that's like a slippery you, you don't, slope. You don't think Piers Morgan could get a fucking another deal to be on TV somewhere? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's I mean, like a, appropriate. Like, he'll get another. Ju- it's like fucking skaters. It, it, who, like, it helps. It helps his image. Smash the store window. And yeah. They're like, the store window's got insurance. It's like that's got nothing to do with it. You fucking idiot. Like, I can't stand that. Like it that attitude's image, a little weird to me. Where it's like, well, he'll be fine. It's yeah, like, that's not what and, we're talking about. And I, I could see those. I I could see because I asked myself the same thing. I I, I asked myself the but same. But here's here's but here's I come up. With, but I come up with an actual answer in my head. Like, okay, well, it's because I mean. This is where we'll end up ten years from now if it keeps happening. So, but Piers Morgan also knows that he, you know, uh, he has that job security. Like but he, he could say, no, but yes, he does. He could. He knows he could say some outlandish shit, and either a he's just gonna have to issue an apology, or b uh, he's. I mean, you know, was that he's going to get though? fired? Not agreeing with what someone. Exactly. It's, it's, it's no, opinion. no. It's 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 not, but it's wrong because he doesn't fucking know. He's saying that what she's saying is a lie. Like, how does he fucking know? He says he doesn't believe. He it. just says he doesn't believe. I don't know. It. Actually, I don't know anything about. Yeah, that, yeah. That's all he says was he didn't he didn't believe. Which m- which means you think that person is lying. So the fuck what? Who cares? 
Yeah, I don't know. I get weird with this shit. To I get fired because you think somebody's out. lying? Now, like, that's just, to me, mind-boggling. Like, I... What? Like, you don't have to fucking... <laughs> you don't have to say shit, you know? Like, just fucking... Look, who cares? Doesn't concern you. What happens right. in the royal family? See, but, okay, but what the fuck? In their yeah, fucking family. Here, that, that's where the story starts, is because it is the royal family. If it was any other situation, if it was any other person, he wouldn't be fired. But because it has to do with them, that's where. No, I, th- I think it. You know, if it was, if, if it was about right another celebrity, I, keep seen her on like I, I don't YouTube know. I haven't feeds. got like into She's it. just talking you know, shit about the, the. Yeah, so the she's she's talking about how basically like her and her husband were were shunned from the royal family. And was Wasn't talking about, about it how all the time back in the day though. Yeah, go yeah, nowhere. Right. They make me wear this. They make me do that. And people yeah, are like, it's not a new yeah, story, right? You're fucking getting married. Into you are royalty. a princess. But there's Darling. there's there's like getting accustomed to those like you know basic traditions. Yeah, yeah the And then there's like the hard. and then there's the family, uh, you know, like talking shit like directly to you, and but you just criticize fucking kids for having an opinion. Now we're like, but you know, the family did say this. Were you there for that? None of us were here for any of that. Oh, one of the things I do remember hearing. Um, that so to you, it's a, it's a like tree falling in the forest kind of thing. I don't know anything. She about overheard. It. She overheard a conversation where, or somebody told her to the, her face, uh, said, "Well, how dark is the baby gonna be?" Yeah, like they're worried about how dark the babies are gonna be. Which is. Isn't well, I mean, it one, isn't that a legitimate question to ask? And two, is that why? is that offensive? Why he, he kind of. How? I mean Because who fucking cares what color the babies are gonna be? It doesn't no, it doesn't. But the I I wonder what the eyes are gonna look like. I wonder what the ears are gonna look like. The thing that's Those fucking, are all the thing that's a little hypocritical about it to me is every fucking family who's ever fucking dived into some mixed bullshit. They all ask that. So everyone yes. who's up in fucking right. arms about that is like, you know they all do that, right? Yeah. Even the dark sides go, I wonder if they're going to have this. Right. I wonder if they're going to be No, that. but there's... They all fucking there's do that. One so th- what's the beat? But, here's, but there's like wondering about it is one thing. And concern over so the family's... So now we know their inflection. Concern now we know exactly over the family's image. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Concern over the family's image because of the way that these grandchildren might be. That's for sure what they were doing. Right. Yeah. I, I don't... How the see that's so fucking weird. How at one moment we can be like, well, we don't right. know, and then on another we're like, well, this is exactly what they meant. Ding, it's ding, like, ding, because ding, ding, ding. we do that. Because you like, wh- like, why wouldn't you just believe what she's saying? She told that to Oprah in front of a camera oh, yeah, that was watched by millions. Thing. You get a princess millionaire complaining to a billionaire, and dude, that's, my about, as, that's about as American as it gets. My <laughs> problems, dude. Let me speak to Oprah. <laughs> Oprah Brian, Brian speak needs to his time on the couch. Yeah. Jeez. Marry into royalty and then bitch about it and then oh. get out and then take him down. Yeah, that that's just my only thing. I, I really don't care. Like, see, this is just what I think is a tool for whatever group we were talking about before um, to kind of like. Global elites. Yeah. <laughs> I love Global that phrase. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think, th- I think this is a, a part of whatever agenda they're trying to mix in to. And Bro, I, and divide I, and conquer is not a fucking new and, and thing. Think, it's just more obvious because of how shit, how information yeah. runs now. Regular people who have a fucking standard phone, a regular device that almost everybody in the free world has, you can become a part of that information switch. So it's not like back in the day where there was three channels and just 
that box told you what was happening, and you were like, cool, Mike Wallace just interviewed blah, 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 blah. This is what's going on. Now there's all these different angles, and everybody's tribing up according to their perspective, which is pretty standard, but now it's so fucking yeah. robust. It's scary. People are getting, like, oddly fucking, like, mean and vitriol. I don't know, dude. It's like, vocal. wow, man, so fools don't agree with you, and, and now we're going crazy about you know, it? You know, you know That's crazy. You know what's real funny, too, is, like, um, it's, like, one of those things on Twitter where it gets big because, like, where, where it gets big because there's only three people talking, having a conversation. Three or four people, so it's, like, you got five thousand comments, but it's three people having a conversation rather than, like, 5,000 actual people applauding it and saying, hey, good, great job. Like, I'm glad this is happening. Let's keep our society going this way. It's three people trying to figure it out, like, to get – so it makes it look like it's being engaged with 5,000 comments, and, like, it's a big topic when in reality it's not. It's just four and, conversations. And lot, right, and a lot of people – thousand are, times yeah, down the line. And, and a lot of people are kind of, I think, starting to see through this bullshit – and I think this is one of those little fastballs they try to throw to us that I think a lot of people are kind of starting to look at and say, hey, you know what, like, you know, I, I think we need to start having, like, a real conversation about, like, do we actually, like, keep our society going this way, like, in this direction? Well, I think those guys take it real serious. The Jordan Peterson, that's a big part of his little platform when they try to introduce that bill of compelled speech to fucking Canada. He was really oh against yeah. that, and people were lost their mind about it and he was like he had to make I think it's such a good starting point because you have to understand you know the nuance of what he was doing where he's like listen dude I've been teaching fucking school for a long time I've come across transgendered students you can grab every one of them and ask them if I ever gave them any shit if I ever oppressed them if I ever dismissed their pronouns I never did any of that I call people what the fuck they want because I don't give a fuck about them that much it's one of those responses. He goes, but now you guys are writing laws where you're making yeah. me speak a certain way, and if I don't apply to this speech, these little speech laws, I'm going to get arrested and or fired. That's fucking terrifying. Right. That's a scary precedent, mm -hmm. and that's the same shit that people in England are worried about where it's like, okay, cool. So if we don't have these objective drawn lines where everybody's clear, and now it's just, oh, he hurt my feelings, which is a subjective thing. Or, hey, that's yeah. not the right pronoun when there's 900 to choose from, so you can be pretty whimsy-flimsy with it if you want to mm -hmm. get someone in trouble. It's like a shitty HOA. If a fucking HOA company wants you out of your house... What is HOA? Homeowners associations where that's they right. fucking do some bullshit and be like, hey, uh, the grass is too long. It's like, that's not yeah. really the issue here. You just don't want right. them in this neighborhood sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It's just a position of power. You can kind of like mold into really Right to people for yes. no real reason, and we those speech laws are the here. same. <laughs> those speech laws are a similar scare. And guys that know the history of how like Eastern Europe fucking went to shit in the yeah, late twentieth century, like those people, because those fucking people were there and they watched right. this, and they're telling young Americans that are losing their shit over all this, and like, careful with this, because the next couple steps are pretty bleak. Yeah, everyone goes, "Oh fuck you, boomer!" It's fucking nauseating, dude. It's like, all right, cool. When they're rounding motherfuckers up and all these states break apart, when Texas secedes, when the West Coast becomes and its own shit, and, and when and all this it. shit hits the fan, I don't want to hear a fucking word all, out all, of you. All these Twitter conversations are 14-year-olds to 23-year-olds 
that are talking about this stuff. That, that Go are, ahead that and toss that's, that's your. That's the only thing that keeps me like not worried about it is because the bulk of this conversation that we right. read and we're like, oh my goodness, is this really what the world's yeah. like? It's, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's what the go, Twitter fucking world is. Go exactly. ahead and toss your fucking yeah. twisted tea into the fucking harbor, <laughs> along with your white claw, yeah. all your basic other shit, fucking whiny bitches. Yeah, and that's that's all that it is, dude. And we're being fed this bullshit, and well, people that are you know, busy with a fucking like talk about the living room and the dinner table. If you put effort into those two places with a small family, you don't have no fucking time for none of this shit. You think with all the shit trying to keep these two kids a level headed, trying to keep the roof up, trying to make sure everything's what it needs to be. Do you think I have any time for Megan fucking Harper, bro? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like I I'll make all the time in the world for you, Megan. <laughs> Dog, I can't with this shit, dog. It goes back to what we were talking about a little bit ago about just like celebrity fucking obsession in general. It's like, why do yeah. we even give a fuck about what this? It's went bad through? with the royal family too. Like, and for decades hey, dude, now, the Kardashians are the new royal family, dude. They got more power. Uh, I, I, than I would the say they're Canadian the American royal family. The, the new Kennedys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good. Point. Yeah. And I gotta South give him props at, the, at, at, at at this point, dude. At this point, yeah, man. I mean, they're fucking oh. making money. Like, yeah. he, like you know, yeah, Do like it, the man. first couple of years, is like, you guys are Hell fucking yeah. annoying. Right. Now it's just like, right. do your right. thing. Yeah. They're, they're hey, part of the thing now. Yeah. They are yeah. in the fucking yeah. game. Yeah. They got presidents on speed dial getting they're people They're not no soldier boy. They're out there doing shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking, I could, ooh, Kim Kardashian. Dude, all of them. It's full. All of them. Mama, get your ass open. Yeah. Including uh, Caitlyn. Uh, well, no, that is, <sighs> I didn't want to offend anyone. I didn't want to offend anybody, but she, Hey, I, she I, was, I, an I was Olympian. about to call her the wrong pronoun. The old I, I was going to say the wrong hero. pronoun. That's so fucking but. annoying. Just the narrative in general is crazy. Like if you're like, whoa, the guy who was on the fucking Wheaties box and like, he was on oh, the Wheaties man. box. Like, he was like, I, my dad used to talk about that. He goes, I was, I was around, you know, like we weren't weren't a part of pop culture during his little <laughs> time, but that guy was fucking... Bill Burr said the funniest thing. If you go into work the next day after you shave your beard, people look at you like, whoa, what the hell did you just do? <laughs> Takes you kind of like a day or two to get used to it. And you want to change genders? Ah? You think everyone's and just going to like hop on board right away? No one's going to be weird? <laughs> yeah. That is kind of funny. Yeah. Like motherfuckers wear a bright colored shirt. Yeah. I grew up in Earth Tones. Whoa, if okay. I went to school in fucking bright yellow tomorrow, everyone would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Now imagine I came tomorrow with a As fucking a dress talking about I'm Britney now. They'd be like, oh, man, this like is going to take a second. Like that fucking uh, <laughs> that, that, uh, that TikTok I showed you yesterday where that guy is like, I'm going to go dressed undercover as a woman to see what they go through every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got it. Like Tyra and Banks dressing as a fat and chick. So, and then so the, like the, the next little clip, is him looking at, uh, looking at the camera and saying, "Turns out women get called faggot a lot." <laughs> Are you serious? That was one of his takeaways. Yeah. It was a funny fucking TikTok stuff. Sometimes I don't have a TikTok. We do. We'll be posting some soon. Woo. You know, and then we'll, we'll get our fucking website up and mm, yeah. all the stuff. All we got them stimmies the on the way though. Oh yeah, investing into the fucking pod, make everything better. Everything better and easier. Woo! To to. But uh, we're gonna get out of here. So thank you for joining us Bye. in uh, episode twenty-four. Uh, catch you all boom, next time. Boom, battle.